I've been sleeping really badly the last couple nights. Oh, no. It's really taken its toll. You know how – I don't know if this ever happened to you, but mm. usually I wake up and there's like a bag under my eyes that then sure. fades over the course of the day. Sure. Okay, this morning I woke up with two bags under what? each eye. I don't know oh, if you've no. seen that. It looks like I've... a clam. Like your eye looks like a clam Stop. opening. You can see the no. shell. You can see the clam meat. And then there's your eyeball sitting in the middle like a pearl. It's horrifying. <laughs> So that was the worst description of anything I've ever had to endure. I just want you to know. You know what? I'm also receiving the words out of my mouth as if I'm an yeah. outsider. Yeah, of course. And of it, course, it was horrible. Course, I'm, I am also with you. Um, wow. So anyway, that's where I'm at as mm. a baseline. And um, I don't remember what that was in. Re- oh, right, right, right. What I'm sleeping poorly. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, hold What'd on. What did you say? How did you get? <laughs> What you say? Hey friends, and welcome back to Don't Drink in Dungeons and Dragons, or Don't D&D&D for short. It is I, your venerable Dungeon Master, Jason Miyamoto, and joining us as always is your favorite player, Hannah. Hi Hannah, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. As, as yes. I'm doing Good. well. How are Good. you doing, Jason? Oh, I'm stressed. <laughs> That's what honesty looks like, folks. That's what this is like a side by side litmus test for you. One of us is lying. Can you tell which? <laughs> one of us always lies. The other one only tells the truth. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hannah, Hannah, yes, Hannah. Yes, what yes. time is it? It's summertime. It's also time for a time honored tradition. Thank oh you. Oh my God. Right in. I know. Jesus. We're going right in. No filter. I'm ready to just like get into the meat of this. I'm ready. I think I think we're all kind of chomping we're at all the bit. Champing at the bit. Champ it. Champ it. Champ- um, oh my goodness, we're champing. <laughs> um, Hannah, what are you drinking for this fine evening? So many fuck I mean, I'm drinking for it's really hard for me to say that I'm not drinking because I didn't do a full read on the uh, scope of Fireball. It's really <laughs> tough for me to not say I'm drinking because I didn't know the radius and the uh, percentage chance that uh, um, there could be some fun, friendly fire. Literal ball. friendly, literal fire, <laughs> literal ball. Yeah. Wow. Literal um, ball. <laughs> That feels, you know, I, I will say that feels right. That feels Does right that to feel me. Feels appropriate to you because it feels, feels appropriate feels, to feels me. Feels good for me. You know what? I'll drink for the same reason. Okie dokie. Okie Cheers. 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 Uh, to Felix. Rip. <sighs> Sorry to truly assail you in that moment where you were taking a shot, but. Had to be done. Yeah, I spilled Bacardi on my pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Amazing job, Jason. <laughs> I'm so, 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 so sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what kind of night would it be if you didn't have a Bacardi stain on your crotch? You At, least I mean? one. At least one. At least one. At least. Hallmark of a good time. Hi, my name's Gordon Ramsay. Welcome to Shot Bowl. It's Shot Bowl time. About to get fucked up. All right. Hannah. Yes. I don't know if I asked you this question already. If I did, I will it amend matter. it as we go. Um, Hannah, there are 
eight, technically nine schools of magic. I, now, as I'm saying it, I do think I've asked you this. Um, could you name as many uh, as you can? Oh, yeah, but here's the thing. I won't do any better on it. Hey, yeah. well, that's fine. <laughs> um, Schools of magic. I remember asking the question, are they all called schools? I remember asking They the are all called schools. But they're like, you know, they're all the types of wizards that there can be. But right. also every spell falls under these schools of magic, so it doesn't right. just necessarily right. relate to wizards. You mean like transmutation? Yes, that is one of them. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, school of Hogwarts Witchcraft and Wizardry. Uh, that um, is not one of them. School of... <laughs> okay. Uh, necro... Ne necro... Ne necrotic... Ne necromancy? Yes, okay, sure. Uh... Um, does the uh, does. Evocation. Okay, sure, that's three. Which is always the one that I'm like, what is this? It's the one that you sure. say things about and it evokes uh -huh. something. Oh, sure, okay, yeah. What else can you do with magic? You can hit stuff. You can make stuff alive that wasn't alive. You can make one thing into another thing. You can, okay, what are the Hogwarts schools? McGonagall, <laughs> Professor Flitwick. Oh, 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 like charms, but it's, in, it's called something else. Like enchantment. Enchantment. Okay. That, Maybe? Is that four, four, four? That's five, isn't it? Transmutation, nope, tra necromancy, trans mm -hmm. transmutation, necromancy, uh, evocation, enchantment. Mm -hmm. Four. That's four. Oh, shit, I'm a twig. Um, okay, let's go back to Harry Potter. Sure. Um, we have charms. We have Professor McGonagall, who who will be the face of trans transmutation, transfiguration. There it is. Um, sure. We have potions. That's not a class of magic here. I don't think there's a corollary. We can just call him necromancy. There is Ooh. Professor Sprout. It's not really in the cards. There's prof oh 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 Professor Trelawney, and that would be divination, which I think. Okay. Is a school divination. Okay. You have um, five out of eight so far. If you can get one more, then I won't add any to this question. You won't add any? Yeah, I was going to, because I do think I've asked you this question before, so I was going to add something, but if you can get one more. Um, what else do you do? You, you can turn stuff into other stuff. You can... What, okay, what What about if you just, like, make shit appear? Oh, is that evocation, mm. though, kind of? Oh, but you did just make a fun sound. I love making sounds. Mm-hmm. It's most uh, of what I do on this show. Making stuff appear. You you appear it. You You got you, it. A pyromancy. A pyromancy, of course. Um, you form it. Craft it. You no. There's like a, there's a word for like there's, this is a magical word. You. He has conjured a snake. He has made a snake happen. It's happen happening. It's wait. Con con conjure conjuration. That sounds wow. So weird I was literally right jumping up and down as you were like he conjured a <laughs> wait, snake, and it? I was like I was literally like. <laughs> 
the audience, no one saw. Yo. Also, we're not on FaceTime right now, but I was my arms were pumping in the air. I was like, do it, <laughs> say it out loud. Wait, there was a there was a distinct chance, thank you, because you gave this to me, because there was a distinct chance just now that I was like, conjuration, that's that has a weird mouthfeel. That can't that's be not right. a real word. And then kept going. So That's so funny. Um, congratulations. Wow. You got two thirds of these, or I guess, uh, whatever the fraction is, and uh, three quarters of them. Because I just remembered at, at, that it's, that's a thing you can do. That's a whole fucking situation, right? Mm-hmm. What? Summoning? What? Oh, maybe not. Never Summoning mind. is not a school. Summoning is not a school. So that would be under oh, conjuration. Oh, okay. 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 That, that um, makes sense, I suppose. How many ways can you pull a thing toward another thing, I guess? Right. Anyway. Right. 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 Um... The the okay. couple that you missed were uh, abjuration. abjuration. I just mm-hmm. remembered that off the tip of my fucking tongue. Wow, which is like shielding stuff. Um, and illusion was the other one oh, you missed. I would not have gotten that because it's not an Asian. Yeah, and you also I feel like Blaze doesn't really do much with illusory things. No, I wish. But yeah, but yeah. So and then there is the technical Matthew Mercer critical role ninth school of magic called Dunamancy, which is split up technically into two more, which is chronergy and graviturgy are the other two. So it's technically 10. I I have to let you know that my character sheet was pulled up on Thunderwave. Mm -hmm. And so evocation was one that I cheated on. And therefore... Uh. I will take half a shot and you will take Don't half take a shot. half a shot. Don't take half a shot. There's Why? no need to take half a shot. I'll take the full <laughs> okay. shot. You don't need to. No, no, no. You got that correct. You did it. And guess what? Even if we are repeating questions at this point, 30 fucking six episodes in, uh, it's just showing growth. And that's all we're showing it's, here. Character you. growth. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to show everyone that I'm I grown. just want you that's to it. showcase your skills. Thank you. Show, You're quite show welcome. And I couldn't even name the last ones, but you were very close. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Ah, Oh, so lovely. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready for this? It's going to be a fun. The the questions themselves are very easy. Okay. But the style of the questioning will be um, difficult. What's going to happen is I'm going to say a question, a very simple question. Okay. Uh, something that you would know. Okay. And <clears throat> then I will, uh, then I will count down from three quickly. Oh, oh And God. Oh, if God. you do not, if you do not <gasps> say it before I've counted <gasps> down, you get, oh you get, you get a strike against <gasps> you. Oh my God! I'm yeah, so stressed. Yeah, it's a timed moment. Oh my God. Um, okay. Okay. And Ooh, it's I'm all going to be stuff seat. that you made up from your own world. Oh fuck me. No, 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 it's fine. And uh, so I feel like they should be easy. I'm going to do oh, five. No. You have to get three right. Okay. Now I'm nervous. Oh, God, if I can't get this right. All right, ready? Yeah. What is the name of the potter? Three, two, oh, one. Oh, Garth. Garth? Yep. Is it Garth? Good, good, oh, good. my God. <laughs> yeah, it is God. Garth. It is Garth. Whee! Correct. That's one. Whee! What is the I don't, name? I actually know if Garth ever has made it onto the actual podcast. Oh, really? I think maybe once, but like we've recorded about Garth like maybe three or four times and You're maybe right. he's made it on maybe once, but also maybe not at all, which is incredible. That is 
really so you're welcome audience quite funny you're welcome you're like okay. well, uh, now we're showing there are things on the cutting room floor <laughs> it's fine yes what is the name of blaze's home settlement Breath three up. two yep yep you made that Hell up yeah. I. I know that's why i thought i should include it that's very too good. correct very good. okay Ooh, i'm so um, nervous Ooh, I, look, this is the one that I'm that I wrote down, but I'm not sure if it's correct. So this will be fun. Okay, what is a sarna's movement? Three, two, one. Uh, depends. It's so different. Okay, so ah, normally okay, it's thirty. So it's thirty, but when she does blade song, I think she gets an extra ten, so it's forty. Yeah, I wrote down forty feet. Okay. It okay, is technically so it's forty, but only if she's activated blade song. Interesting. Okay. 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 I know I I know I prefaced that, and so I technically didn't get it out in time. So I will take the L for that. Okay, so you you have two out of three so far. <laughs> okay, okay. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh. Can't believe you remembered that. <laughs> what was significant about Foth's breastplate when Blaze first saw Foth? Three. They had two, indentations one. that were being able to be played like metal drums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, that's three so for stressed. four. That's so three stressed. for four. And honestly, the, the last ones don't, they're, they're nothing. No, I want to hear it. I want to do um, it. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Where is Ezrin's hangout spot? Three, On the two, roof of one. the buildings in the settlement in the residential district. Fuck yes. Yeah. That's very oh. good. Uh, oh and the my last God. one. Oh, there's was... another. Wait, I thought oh, wait. there were five. Oh, I, I did have an extra one. So. Oh, let's happen. do an extra one. This is great. <laughs> um, the being that Blaze has been in close proximity with that Blaze loves the most. Oh no, Shep, I guess. I would hope. <laughs> no, this was a joke question. It's the healer Grung. Oh, boo! <laughs> boo! Yeah, boo on that one. <clears throat> boo oh on that my one. Gosh. I will take a shot for you, BB. You got oh, them all. Oh, thank you. Not you all, really got but them all right. Some. So, <laughs> oh wait, that's such a good that's such a good thing to remember that I should start quizzing you on just like world mm. lore that I've like sprinkled in. Wow, that's I have to write that down for next week because that mm, I'm gonna do this next week. This is such a good that. idea. I won't do the countdown. I won't do It'll the countdown. Make... <laughs> yeah, but that's even worse. I just don't want to make you sad when I haven't taken in and retained as much of the world lore as I want to have, as my as I wish well, my brain okay. had sponged no. up. That this is this is very fun. World lore is the note that I'm writing to myself right now. I'm taking a shot, and then uh. once you're drunk, I'm gonna be like, Jason, whatever paper is in front of you, eat it, and you'll be like, okay. <laughs> I right, did write it go. down on my laptop, so it's not gonna be helpful oh, if you fuck. tell me to do that. Jason, smash your laptop on the bricks below. Okay, I'm drinking. Good luck. Okay, sounded okay. 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 No, you know. Okay. I did. I did the thing where you sandwich it with coconut water. You know that uh, thing where you sandwich it with coconut water. Of course. Water. Of course. <laughs> that very relatable <laughs> thing that we all yes. do. Oh, percentile die. <laughs> Okay, I'd like to roll below in the 90s this week. Could, that could be cool. I swear, you always really fuck us on this. I love you, but you really fuck us on this. Jason. No, it's fine. It's fine. Jason, I did not roll I will in have the you 90s. Ro I will have you know, I rolled a zero on one of them. Okay? So fuck and last you. last week you rolled like a 14. You've been doing really well. I rolled a 40 and, I rolled a 40 and a zero, but... Fuck you. Oh, so, okay, I rolled a 62, so a shot. 
exactly okay. a shot. A shot. Okay. That's we fine. can do a shot. We can do a shot. A shot. A single shot. A shot. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, yummy. Everyone, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like a cooling thing that we can all do. It has Put been hot. Put your Bacardi but- in the <gasps> freezer. Put your Bacardi in the freezer. Get under your comfy, cozy air blankets and remember <laughs> when. <laughs> Blaze, Zola, and Felix were on the same team in the semifinals for the ceremony of promotion inside the opposing team's base in a game of quote-unquote capture the idol. 14 had just inflicted an insane amount of damage onto Blaze and therefore also Zola, thanks to her shared burden ability. And as that happened, Blaze had a surging of their Lightbringer powers, their ability to channel the light, and was able to rewrite the timeline, bringing 14's blade down and actually having him miss that strike. And then all hell broke loose. Um, Blaze, unfortunately, uh, on their turn, moved and got hit by 14 for even more of that damage. Zola taking the brunt of it again, even though Blaze had, in a different timeline, avoided that. Um, but then Blaze cast Hold Person on both Magdalena and 14. 14 passed, Magdalena failed, became paralyzed. And Felix, looking to Blaze in the moment, took her out. Um, Thanks, Felix. Thanks so much. I'll repay you in a sec. (laughs) By stabbing her. um, Felix then was instructed by Blaze to go and face off against 14. 14 then rounded the corner, seemingly having taken care of Felix and then rounding on Blaze and Zola. Uh, 14 healed Magdalena. Blaze disengaged, hid behind the idol to get out of range of 14 as Magdalena cast a firebolt, taking Zola down and out as Blaze hid, and then seemingly running into the other chamber. And then who knows where she went from there. Maybe In she's the, dead. No, maybe she's, she's fine. dead. Yeah, maybe maybe she tripped and fell and died over Felix's body. Yeah. Um, perhaps not. Um, in that anterior chamber with Zola down, 14 made a proclamation to Blaze and a kind of threat that if Blaze would surrender and lose the match, 14 would not strike down Zola with lethality and try to kill her. Blaze made a sort of attempt to bluff a bit and then instead cast Moonbeam on 14, damaging him quite a bit, and then pulled Zola out of his range as he moved away and then cast a fateful fireball. At the back wall, engulfing 14 in a an array of bestial limbs and tendrils and Shep's trunk of fire and flame charring him, fully knocking him unconscious, and perhaps also hitting Felix in the next room, who's also unconscious. Um, Some death saves and things later, uh, Blaze's next turn was spent uh, doing a medicine check on Zola, stabilizing Zola, 
and running into the other room to see Felix's charred body from the fireball spell, unbreathing, and then rising Zola from her unconsciousness with a healing word, where Blaze explained to her the situation that 14 was down, Felix was dead, and that they needed to start moving the idol, to which Zola replied very emotionally, um, and that is where we're entering right now. Blaze, your turn has just ended. Zola, who you have just revived, who his tears are streaming down her face, making small lines in her dark skin uh, as she looks at you kind of incredulously uh, at your mention of we need to move the idol and she has just screamed at you, people are dead. Um, you've told her to breathe and she's kind of heaving and um, it is now in the order is technically Tannis's turn. So we are going to quickly... Zoom away from that Pop away moment. from this emotional just, moment. Just, just really like, rush away. Yeah, um, just fly. I am going to quickly... Can Blaze come with you too? <laughs> Blaze unfortunately can't come with me. Um, I'm going to say something on mute to you that I'll say to the audience that you'll hear later. Um, which is so nice that actually we're, we are recording these episodes so close together that you haven't heard any of the Tannis things because you haven't. haven't edited the episode yet. Yeah. from last week so it's kind of nice that like all of this is in the dark which is cool um it'll be a quick turn so i'll be right back so but i will put you on mute so sorry do i have time to eat a nut yeah eat, <laughs> eat that nut eat that nut oh god um great uh so i am for hey audience members it's just me and <laughs> and hannah's eating a nut <laughs> basically the rules of movement for the idol is that it takes an action to pick up and be moving the idol. If you use your full action to move the idol, you can move half your speed. Um, I, I will explain this later to Hannah as well if it comes up. Um, so Tannis has been doing that up until now. Uh, if you have two people using their both of their actions to move the idol, you can move the full movement of the fastest party member in your group. Magdalena has now made it to Tannis, so I am going to essentially every t I'm going to essentially move Magdalena's turn down to Tannis's and have them move together um, as long as they need to. We will split it back up and put them back into the initiative order where they were if they're, they are not moving together. So I will do it on Tannis's turn. Uh, they are going to move 30 feet and they are going to move out of uh, the base and they are going to be right off the path, uh, five feet away from the center point, but they are off the path. Uh, that is the end of, what are you whispering? Nothing. Okay. That's the end of Tannis's turn. It is Zola's turn. We are going right back to that moment. Place. Zola is uh, fairly inconsolable right now. As you're telling her to breathe, she's like, okay, okay. Uh, and she quickly does a scan of the room you're in. The walls uh, of the furthest half of the room that you are in are charred black at this point from the fireball set off. Um, the idol itself is surprisingly perfectly unmarred, unscathed. Zola mm -hmm. turns to you, looks at 14's body, and immediately, without saying anything, just gets up and runs 
over to 14. Yeah, she checks And she, you watch her uh, clasp her hands at her chest and you're kind of far away from her to hear what she's muttering. Uh, You can make a perception check if you wish, Um, but she's muttering something and then puts her hands over 14's chest. 19. Yeah, you absolutely catch what she's saying. She goes, by the light that we carry and by the light that we bring, don't let him die. And she casts Spare the Dying on 14. 14 is stabilized. But still unconscious? Or does still unconscious, to- fully still unconscious, zero HP, but she is not making death saves anymore. And Love then it. she turns you over her shoulder and she goes, where's Felix? He's he, he he's in the other, he, he's over and, and place points. As, as you at literally halfway through your sentence as you're pointing she just goes uh she makes it to the doorway on the opposite side from you uh closest to 14 as she just starts she heals or stabilizes 14 and she uh she already used her action to cast uh spare the dying so she just keeps going and over her shoulder she goes blaze meet me in the other room i need you and just it seems very serious and is running Okay. Uh, that's I, I the run. end of Zola's turn. Uh, we are still in initiative order. Um, that's the end of Zola's turn. Felix's turn. Nothing needs to be done. Fourteen's turn. Nothing needs to be done. Magdalena's turn. Okay, Blaze, that's you. Yeah, I dash as far as I can get toward Felix. Um, Zola yells to you as you're running. She's like, "I, I need your, I, I need your help with him." I, okay. I, 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 I don't know if I can do what, and she's, and you're hearing her like rummaging through things on her person, but you can't see her because she's still in the other chamber. But she's like, I need your help. Big Hermione energy. Can I just say big Hermione energy right now? True. True. Okay. Blaze, essentially, what she's mechanically asking you to do is to hold the help action for her. Oh, you dash. I I don't, I can't even hold the help action for her. Uh, Great. Uh, Then you can't do that yet, but you, so you don't, you don't, you can't hold the help action for her yet. Yeah, she can hold her action till my yeah. turn, though. Yeah, she'll probably do that. Uh, any bonus action you want to do? Not unless I want to hit Felix with a card. <laughs> you just throw <laughs> a card into Felix's place. As you round the corner, I know we're joking and I'm about to bring us down, but as oh, you no. round the corner, you peeked around the corner a moment before. As you round the corner and, like, approach Felix's body. Yeah, like, this is different. Yeah, this it's, is different. It's hard to see. It is it is it is a charred corpse of your friend Felix. Uh, you see his shaved head is which had been growing a little bit of stubble. All of the hair has been completely burned away. It is like his body is blackened. It is um, you see both of his swords at his side. The ice has fully melted away there is nothing left um there is no breath in his body there is no soul to be found as you run to felix's body you're standing over your compatriot your friend and also your teammate for this challenge um charred by your own fireball spell um blaze how you doing Ooh, i'm probably on the verge of vomiting Blaze has a little experience with this, but never, there, it doesn't matter. Does yeah, not Blaise, matter. Do you want to roll me either a constitution saving throw or a wisdom saving throw? I assume you're going to choose wisdom just to see how, how that vomit moment is going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a 15. 
Just a little mouth vomit, maybe? Just vomit in the mouth. No, you 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 hold it together. Um, the things that you're clinging to in this moment are The Institute is responsible exactly. for these people. This yep. is what I'm holding on to the whole time. Yep. Yep. This exactly is why that. This is why 14 would try to kill us. Yep. Like, this yep. is... There are, there are structures in place that are supposed to protect you, and that's why right. you can go all out. That's what you're holding on to as justification for all of the actions that have happened. Yes. And it's it, that is keeping you buoyant in this moment. Great. Next in the order uh, is Tannis. It's going to be a quick mute. I'll be right back. Quick mute my ass. I'm going to eat another nut. In case the other nut song wasn't good enough for the intro. Here's another nut song. I can't with these fucking nut songs. Um, Magdalena and Tannis move 30 feet into the brush past the middle point, And they are off the path at the moment. That is the end of Tannis' turn. I'm so sorry. Great. Uh, next in the order is Zola. Zola comes to the other side of Felix. Um, she is rummaging uh, as she rounds the corner. She she rounds the corner. Um, <laughs> very solemn <laughs> moment you. for this. Um, yeah. She's pulled out of her like satchel she that had? she has. She's pulled out like a, a fairly large palm-sized diamond. And to be fair, like her, she's a gnome, like her her palms aren't that big, but it yeah. is a fairly large diamond for both of you. As she rounds this corner, song, 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 her demeanor has shifted. Whereas, Blaze, you needed to take a moment seeing Felix's body to like reassure yourself of all yeah, of the institutional structural things. Work. She right now was a little, she was like a little emotional when things first got underway, when she was told this information. Now rounding the corner, exactly what you said, she is, she seems ready focused as if like, this is not even a friend of hers on the ground. Right, and, she's a doctor right now. And yeah, exactly. And she, as she turns the corner with this diamond in her hand, her whole body is alit with all of the veins of light. And she she gonna use down. true resurrection right now? Cause that, LOL. that'd be cool. Uh, she can't do that, but no, she, that'd be dope. She's not that high of a level. No, um, she's not. Doesn't have ninth level spells or twenty five thousand cool. gold pieces worth of diamonds. <laughs> no, instead she has a much smaller diamond than a twenty five thousand gold piece diamond. Um, but she takes this diamond out and she goes, Blaze, I, I don't know if this is going to work. I, I don't know if I can do this, but um, I think I can, I think, I think I can try to bring him back. I need your help though, or else okay. I'm not gonna be able to. Okay. okay. No, I, I got you, uh, what do you need? Uh, and as you ask that and she locks eyes with you, you see in her face just utter lack of certainty. And as she says, I don't know, but I know I need your help. She, puts the diamond in her hands over Felix's totally burnt out chest. I reach out my hands and cup underneath her hands. And as you do so, the veins of light that are going through her bleed into your hands and you start alighting as well. Mm. And as you both are glowing, the diamond acts as a prism 
and it starts to refract all of the light and the myriad of colors that you're both eschewing go through the diamond and kind of like a weird disco ball, the entirety of the room starts being lit with these shafts of light hitting almost every surface as the diamond starts to rise from her palms and slowly begin to rotate. And as it does so, it starts spinning faster and faster and mm. Blaze, we are going to skip to your turn. Yeah. Because you are going to need to give her the help. If you want yes. to, you can give her the help action on your turn. But yes. I need to. No, I think I'll withhold. <laughs> I mean, you could. You could go and do other I... things if you want. No. <laughs> um. Great. So we are skipping to your turn. Zola is beginning the process of casting her action for the turn. We're at your turn. You're giving the help action. As this all starts to happen, the diamond starts rotating faster and faster. All of the particles of light, the vibrancy, and all of the different colors that are being prismatically broken apart and refracted start to meld together and become just this kind of white light inside the diamond insofar as the diamond itself just starts to become this center of white blinding light that almost starts to lose its shape of the very rigid prismatic shape of this diamond starts to bend and twist and become amorphous of just white light and your hands cupping each other Zola starts to part her hands beneath it and parts your hands with it and the diamond still floating between your hands starts to fall through and down and with your hands now uh, on the outside of hers, she pushes mm -hmm. her hands facing downwards so yours are on top of hers as mm -hmm. she puts her hands over the diamond and you both push this amorphous, now almost orb of white light down into Felix's chest as she casts her last third level spell that she has of Revivify, which she had stocked. Ah, oh, Revivify. And the way we're going to treat revival from dead spells in our campaign mm. is going to be a little different than what is on Revivify, the actual spell the Revivify. Um, okay, okay. It is not going to be a quick cure-all. Oh. Blaze, because you're giving the help action with Revivify specifically, uh, it is just going to be a d20 roll with because you're giving the help action with advantage and she will only add her spell casting modifier, which is her wisdom score. The DC for reviving oh, no. a character oh, no. is 10. Okay. Plus one for every time the character has been revived previously. So Felix has okay. not been revived ever. So I'm going to roll these, quote unquote, in front of the board. I'm going to roll them on D&D &D Beyond because nice. that's what we use so that you can see them. Nice. The DC okay. is 10, so okay. all Zola has to roll with advantage is a six or higher. Okay, okay. And then Felix will be revived. So yeah, this will be the first roll. Yeah, it's starting to hit Blaze that, like, you know, uh, Felix might be actually dead. Oh, yeah. And hyperventilating does begin. Mm -hmm. Zola's, even though she's so focused on this, 
the uncertainty in her eyes that you caught is now starting to bleed into your subconscious and you can like feel it. You can start to feel it as your chest starts. You can feel your heart hammering. You can feel your lungs breathing. You can feel like almost every pore in your body start to like open and sweat a bit as you Mm -hmm. give some of your magic to this to help Zola. Here's the first roll. And hopefully this will be it. 10 on the die. Yes. Great. Um, So it's a 14. That's a pass. You both push the light into Felix's body. Your hands on Zola's. The light fades truly straight into the charred, blackened form. Did it work? Did it work? I don't, I don't, Did I don't it, know. What happened? What, what did we do wrong? The light in the room is no longer this disco ball. It is just now, again, the torch sconces in this almost dark room. And then... <coughs> Felix starts to cough. The soot starts to fall away Mm. from his face, and you can see that there is pink skin underneath. His eyes are still closed even as he's coughing, and his breathing becomes a little ragged. Place is crying. Like, like without noticing that they're crying, they're crying. You know, one of those moments. Like, didn't realize how high the stakes were, but your body did. Yeah. Yeah. As Felix coughs and breathes, Zola's hands quickly remove themselves from yours as she falls back a little. Uh, she was on her knees. She falls back and sits there just looking at Felix, breathing again, and is just kind of stock still there. Blaze, that was your action. You still have a bonus action and movement if you'd like them. Hard to do in combat, I know. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think Blaze is gonna use the rest of their Makes turn. Sense. I think Blaze is just going to sit there and maybe reach out and grab, grab, it sounds aggressive, but like put their hand on one of Felix's arms and just like close their eyes and let it sink in. Yeah. Um, Blaze, you do so, and you feel, even just like putting your hand on Felix's arm, there's some kind of hyper extrasensory moment that's going through you, and like in your fingertips, you can feel a heartbeat underneath the skin, and it's weak and faint, but it's there, and you know, even not even putting your hand on his, you know, neck or his wrist, it, it but you can you can feel a heartbeat. Yeah. Hey Jason. Yeah, what's up? I need you to drink. For what? Oh, casting a For spell. Casting yeah, rivets. That's, that's that's real. That's you know what? Hey, that's real. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can feel that heartbeat uh, underneath Felix's skin, and Felix is, for the moment, alive. Fourteen is stabilized. Can I make a perception check on Zola? Uh, do you want a perception check, or do you want to do insight? Oh, uh, let's do insight. Um, cool. 
You Makes can choose. That's a natural 20. Nice job. You Again, I will give you the option. You can choose to take disadvantage if you want or not. Mm, shit. Uh, I can't decide if this would be a moment of more intense focus um, or if this would be just to fraught a moment for intense focus for them. Up to you. Um, I'm gonna take it with disadvantage, which hurts because that's a nat 20, but I think it's appropriate. I agree. That's a dirty 20. So Damn. Okay, still. The thing that I'm interested in is Yeah. Let me put this in a childish way. Sure. How mad is Zola at mm. me? <laughs> yeah. All fight has left Zola's body. All of the even very quick but like very focused professionalism, if that's what we want to call it, or like kind of boxing mm -hmm. out your emotions, compartmentalization. It's the first time I've ever said that word correctly on the first try. <laughs> um, that Zola was putting forth to revive Felix has left her body. Her shoulders are slumped. She is, her back is rounded. Her face is a storm of emotions. Um, yeah. For the first time in your relationship, Zola has actively moved away from you and has her yeah. body language is fully closed off from you. She's not yeah. saying anything. It feels like a large chasm betwixt yeah. you, even though it is That's just Felix's thought. body. So what I thought. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not a good feeling. Uh, Blaze, for shits and giggles, why not? Since you for forewent your uh, bonus action, why don't you also roll me a perception check? Uh, and do it... Nope. Do it... Just uh, do it with disadvantage. Since you're focused. Ten. Uh, yeah, you are all caught up in Zola's stormy outlook right now. Yeah, and I don't see people, hear people coming on around the mountain. Uh, Blaze, that is the end of your turn. That is Tannis' turn. As Tannis begins her turn, um, Blaze, you are one hand on Felix, eyes towards Zola, and you just hear the footfalls of two sets of feet hauling a stone idol through the gateway of this antechamber. As you turn to look, as Magdalena on one end, Tannis on the other, their height differences, comical, sure, hauling your stone <laughs> idol through the door and you hear as they didn't even have to get into the antechamber fuck I they mean, the, just had the, to get it into their base as this challenge has ended the alarm goes off and uh, distantly you hear hmm what sound would this make <laughs> 
like that <laughs> yeah you hear that sound <laughs> you hear that sound very distantly and for some reason you all assume that that is a uh, a white smoky gateway doorway appearing somewhere far away <laughs> that is That's that it, sound baby. um <laughs> As Tannis and Magdalena cross the threshold, sweating, heaving, breathing heavy, both of them drop this circular disc into the ground. As they drop it, it impacts the ground. The stone floor gives way as it cracks through it and makes an indentation. That is how heavy it was. Both of them look at the scene here with expressions of confusion and aghast. Tannis is like, oh shit, what the fuck happened here? Uh, y'all okay? This is, um, what, what's going on? Magdalena's like, uh, ew, why does Felix look like that? That's like, ooh, not great, gross. What's going on? Zola makes no word or movement to answer um, yeah um 14 got pretty uh, um 14's in the in the other room they're both okay now but um felix uh was dead and sola saved him and also 14 <clears throat> you guys should get 14 sola says Um, without making eye contact with anyone and starts to put her arm under Felix to try to start lifting him up. Um, I help. Lace immediately slides their arms underneath him too. uh, You do so and you both like get him up under his shoulders. Um, Immediately Tannis runs over um, and she's going to uh, cast a first level cure wounds on Felix who... Uh, as she does, she like she's like, oh, damn, move, 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 Mag- Maggie, move, and she's like, ew, I hate that. Stop, um, Maggie. And Tannis just, uh, as you both hoist Felix onto your shoulders, uh, Tannis just puts her hand on Felix's chest, kind of starts to like brush away some of the soot. Um, Blaze, make me a an insight check as Tannis just like puts her hands on Felix's body and fifteen. Great. Um, some of the, you see just her hand alights and some of the light particles just start to also brush away some of the soot and Felix's skin starts to return to its normal I cast uh, pink. healing word at the same time, but hopefully silently. Great. Um, <laughs> it is a word, so you you are going to have to say something. All right. <laughs> um, uh, what do you whisper to Felix to heal him? I'm just gonna whisper. Just okay. Okay. Yeah. You imbue. You imbue. You're okay with um, the buoyancy of wind, and you like as you breathe out the word okay. A a breeze comes through the open doorway and just swirls around Felix and again just starts to strip off some of that char, some of that soot. Um, And uh, we're not going to roll for HP because it doesn't matter right now, but Felix comes to in this moment. Um, 
And as Tannis has moved and has uh, offended Magdalena, she's like, I guess I'll like check on 14, okay. Um, and she starts like make her way as Felix in your and Zola's arms uh, starts to rouse. And uh, he shakes his head a little and is like, mm. <sighs> ah, ah. God, um, oh, let's, uh, what, ha what happened? Um, what's going on? Uh, uh, and Zola kind of just puts a hand to his chest and is like, we got you, Felix. Just, we're gonna, we're gonna take you to the, um, we're gonna, um, just don't worry. We're gonna, we're gonna get you there. Blaze, let's start moving. And like, okay. starts ushering you both out the door towards the, uh, along the path towards the center point. Yeah, um, that's where Blaise is going. And if Felix says anything else, Blaise will probably just go, it's okay, again. And yeah. with that, cast another healing word. Great, uh, you throw another heal on Felix. Um, and he starts coming to fairly quickly with that. He's like, oh, uh, as you and Zola like pull him out of the entranceway of the space, which even as you're starting to move through the base, you see the kind of like glitching. As the glitch happens, the base fully falls away and you are just amidst trees again. And like you take just like a quick glance over your shoulder and you see, you can now see where 14 is lying. It is just like on like the roots of some trees and you can just see the carved path in front of you, but everything else is just like forest as it was originally. And as you cast another healing word, Felix like pulls his arms out. He's like, no, oh, I'm fine. I, mean, I don't need this. What's, what's, and like kind of stops both of you and Zola. And it's like, what's, no. You what? died. Yeah, I, I remember, um, yeah, there was, um, 14 hit me and then left and then it was hot. It was. Yeah, that was me. And Felix, like, starts to stumble as you say that. And as he's, like, starting to remember, Zola, like, instinctually reaches out a hand and, like, yeah. grabs him kind of, like, gladiator uh, handshake style. Yeah. Like, grabs one of his arms and, like, pulls him back onto his feet. He's like, R right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that, um. Uh, yeah, that was uh, me. Blaze, we don't actually, uh, um, why don't we just get uh, through the, uh, the gate and uh, we don't. Sure. We, let's sure, just not sure. do this right now. Okay, whatever you want. Felix, this is, let's just, wherever we're going, let's just do that and let's just, let's just go. We the, And you'll feel better wherever we're going, okay? And Felix kind of okay. looks at her and is like, yeah, all right. Um sure um and zola kind of just takes the lead takes the charge through this path and you all kind of very silently unless you want to break it she just starts nope. going off the path and felix follows yeah you head up the rear uh you enter into the clearing where the bastion once stood you see the large crystal stuck into the ground you see the dregs of the campfire that was lit just a few moments ago and uh, you see a large rectangle 
emanating white smoke standing in front of you. Zola quickly turns over her shoulder, looks at Felix, nods, avoids eye contact with you, and steps through. Uh, Felix does the same without even really taking a moment to acknowledge anything, just steps through as well. And Mm -hmm. Blaze, you're left in this clearing for a moment, whatever you want to do. I, Blaze, steps through the, the door. The white overtakes your eyes, and soon enough, as you continue walking, you hear as you hit marble. A familiar sense on your feet and a familiar feel in the air as it goes from this open, forested, not muggy, but this open air into a very cool, condensed inside space uh, as you emerge into the same room you've seen so many times, the four white pillars, the marble floors, marble walls, and the lightly bubbling fountain with now six gold cups on its rim. You see Ezrin, Asarna, Risha, Zola, and Felix in this space. Zola and Felix are over by the fountain, already drinking from their cups. Uh, Ezrin, Asarna, and Risha are sitting on the only new addition into this room, which are some like marble benches Mm -hmm. that are facing an arcane screen that right now are showing an image of the clearing where you see Tannis looking over her shoulder, carrying 14's feet with Magdalena taking up the rear as Tannis like turns to Magdalena and you hear in the room. Uh, he's so heavy, and Tannis, your height is, like, really unhelpful in this situation. So, like, I feel like I'm doing so much of the work, and Tannis like, Maggie, it's fine. Like, I do, I have my own skill set. You have your own skill set. We are doing our best, and honestly, he does not need to be wearing all this armor and bullshit. So, like, I think it's just as much on him as it is on us. Like, 14 is so heavy. Like, either I need to take a break, or, like, we need to, like, get him through the store right now. Tennis is like, all right, hold your horses. Let's just go. Um, as you watch in real time uh, them come through and, uh, Blaze, roll me an insight check of how this room feels to you as you enter. LOL. With disadvantage? Whatever you want, so BB. We've 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 graduated from me telling you when you take disadvantage yeah, yeah, to you telling yeah. you when you take disadvantage. Yeah, I think actually Blaze is still too in too in their feels. Yeah, uh, makes sense. And just mostly rage at this point. That's a ten. Uh with a ten, um the group that has been watching, so Asarna, Risha, and Ezrin, uh, you get different vibes from each of them. It's kind of hard to tell where they all stand. None of it is cold, necessarily. Like, you don't feel like uh, a kind of uh, affronting or aggressive vibe either from them. Mm-hmm. There's just some kind of, there is different energy in each of them, and you just kind of yeah. can't read what that is. From the other side of the room, you see Felix and Zola both have their backs to the door, 
and are not talking to each other, but there seems to be something that has passed between them, whether it's verbal or nonverbal. You kind of can't get it, but both of them seem very closed off to you, whatever that means, or to the doorway, which is what you came through. So you can't really tell if that's like, we're just protecting ourselves from the door or if it is intentional towards you. At this point, um, Blaze's rage is making them um, brash. Yeah. Like, I don't care about cool. the dynamic. I'm Good. The dynamic is uh, just another thing to be resolved. And here we go. We're going to resolve it. Can I just say something before they come through? I did not mean to. And 14 did. And then I'm going to walk over and sit down next to Ezrin. Um walking right up to Ezrin and going, what do you think? (sighs) I mean, we've had our shit and like, you know what I think of you and I think I know what you think of me, but if I'm being honest and as he's saying this, you start to hear, because you're hearing from yeah, the screen. they're gonna come through the fucking door, right. sure. You're hearing from the screen, and then you also start to hear the weird thing of them also coming through the door at the same time, this weird spatial uh-huh. audio of Tannis being like, yeah, I mean, okay, man, no, no, l- lower, okay, just uh, just hoist a little higher, and then just bring him in, okay, by the light, I could just give him a quick spell, and then, all right, no, we're almost there, we're almost there, keep going, keep coming, keep going. Um, as they come in, Ezrin's like very loudly, not just like talking to you, very obviously talking to the rest of the room. Ezrin's like, I don't know. I think 14 was like full like coward. And the room <laughs> is. As he says that, Tannis is, like, Tannis is like, yeah, just get. And even Tannis and Magdalena stop speaking as you hear just the clanking of 14's armor as they like bring him in. And then very, because it's Magdalena, unceremoniously drop him onto the floor. What do you mean? If I'm being honest, Blaze, like, I'd rather say this to his face than like talk about behind his back. Can someone like heal him or like get him a fucking cup? Blaze is gonna walk right to the fountain and fill up Zola's Zola's dipping a cup in and turns as she's like going to go and start to move her way towards 14 and almost like bumps into you and you are sorry sorry I'm sidestepped do do you want to give it to him or like what do you want to do oh um sure yeah um fine and she puts the cup like very forcefully puts the cup to your chest sure Great. I'll dip a second one. Yep. And then take them both full mm-hmm. over to um, over to fourteen. Yeah. Uh, 14's body's there. Uh, Tannis. Tannis is like, uh, as you approach, Tannis is like, I- I'm gonna get one myself. If that's that's cool with everyone. Uh, and just like kind of sidesteps you, but like. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just I only have so many hands. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I'll get my own. Uh, and Magdalena, she like gives you like a quick like up and down, and she's just like she then just like throws her hands up in like a whatever kind of thing, and like sidesteps fourteen, and also makes her way to the fountain with Tannis. Um, and you are left with 14's 
plate mail also charred just like uh, Felix's was and uh, you stand there next to 14's unconscious body Uh, yeah I squat down between Mm -hmm. his legs and tip a cup into his mouth while I drink my own yep Uh, you down yours and you also feed 14 his place you can take a long rest thank god I um put the cup down next to him mm-hmm. and I don't wait for him to revive in any way. Okay. Um, I walk back to Ezrin. You back away and move to Ezrin as 14 clanks up to elbows and starts standing and you return to Ezrin and... What were you saying again, Ezrin? <laughs> Interesting. I'm liking you more and more. Yeah, 14, what the fuck is kind of the my general sentiment of like, what was that? And as 14 is literally like pulling pulling himself up from being unconscious and Great. standing Love and it. being like and like dusting himself off like true char and blackened armor, um clanking and he's like I uh, I need maybe a moment to collect myself um who won yeah i mean not gonna answer that just gonna turn back to ezrin and say he really has his priorities straight doesn't he and tanis quickly jumps on and is like oh we won uh yeah we won uh that was this and 14 nods and is like sees you and ezrin conferring and fully strides over in his plate mail, clanking at each step. As he approaches, Ezrin's like, what the fuck, man? And 14 goes, I'm sorry. What about that did you think was cowardice? And Ezrin's like, and raises his voice a couple decibels and is like, actually, I kind of had an issue with how most of everyone dealt with that bullshit in that challenge everyone was a little lethal and i didn't really appreciate that like you don't have to kill each other there are ways to just fucking knock each other out and asarna pop actually asarna uh pipes up and is like uh i will say it's a little harder for spellcasters to not be lethal like you can't tell like electricity not to stop someone's heart or whatever and Ezrin's like great point taken but also not the point of what I was trying to say Asarna cool honestly what the fuck uh and you hear from the other side of the room Sola goes yeah um actually I kind of agree I don't really understand what happened in that and um I've been training for the last like eight months or so to make sure that people don't die and uh what i had to do uh, i've never done before and the fact that i had to do that at all today was a little uh, whatever ezrin just said messed up or whatever i um i agree and i really try and meet her eyes uh she looks at the floor the second you meet her eyes would anyone like to describe to Zola what she missed while she was down? Yeah, I can do that, uh, Risha says. As she unfolds her arm, she's like, Sure. 
I actually think that might be very appropriate that we all have a full picture of what happened. Uh, the three of us got to see everything in kind of excruciating detail. Um, thanks. Uh, as you say thanks, Blaze, roll me an insight check. Yeah, I know I didn't do too great either. <laughs> Shouldn't have said thanks. But uh, uh, 11. You can choose if you want to take disadvantage or not. It, 11's pretty bad already, so it's up to you. Um, no, I'm not going to because I think, yeah, I think you Blaze know. already knows that they've, yeah, the, we, we know, we don't need to check. Uh, drink for your 11. Um, yeah, Risha, as, as you say, thanks, Risha refolds her arms and just like gives you a sidelong glance and is like, yeah, we can and we should talk about exactly what happened and proceeds to outline exactly what happened for everyone. I'm not going to do a play-by-play of what literally we've all heard. Um, As long as she describes the circumstances under which I used Fireball. Absolutely. And she does. She describes Risha actually gives a fairly impeccable play-by-play of what happened and why it happened and she describes well, she describes everything in that. She describes Felix looking to you when Magdalena was paralyzed and you telling him to take her out, which after you gave him the go-ahead, he stabbed her and then ran around the corner to fight 14. Uh, She describes 14 stabbing Felix without any remorse uh, and then rounding the corner towards you. She describes... Uh, Magdalena taking Zola out. She describes the whole threat situation to which... Right, standing over her body thing. Absolutely. Describes that in great detail to which uh, if you want to clock anyone else's reactions... But yes, I mean, I'm focused on Zola this entire time. Great insight if you want. That's a natural 20 again. Up to you if you want to take disadvantage or not. No, this is Blaze's entire focus, and everything Great. else is secondary. What you see when Risha describes that is a torrent of feelings of there is embarrassment there, but there is still a maintenance of indignity sure. and still a a maintenance of the same kind of like... I don't want to use the word righteous, but the same kind of like kind of fire of whatever has been fueling Zola since she was revived. There has been a lessening of it, and that took a blow to whatever she's been maintaining uh, with the context, but it hasn't seemed to drastically altered her stance, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. That's to be expected. But now she has context. Um, Risha describes all of that. Risha describes the fireball that engulfed both 14 and Felix. Uh, she describes it all in excruciating detail, and it takes a while. Uh, yeah. With your natural 20, you also, like, see, like, Tannis react. Like, Tannis is maybe the only one who's, like, everything that Risha says, like, Tannis is like, <gasps> Oh! 
ah, like she's like reacting. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, you see Magdalena reacting similarly, but like with a natural 20, you see guilt in Magdalena. Yeah, obviously she's complicit. And then with a natural 20, you are, you very much are clocking that Felix is, has, you watched him dip his cup, you watched him drain his cup, and he is just holding his golden chalice, just looking into the bottom of it as this whole tirade of the play-by-play is going on, and it looks like it is in one ear, out the other. Yep, that tracks. I didn't, I, I just really quickly want to say that I'm not proud of anything I did. I felt like I had no recourse but to, I, I didn't have much that I could do to stop 14 from making good on his threats. And when I told Felix to take Magdalena out, I specifically did not, the The intention was not to kill. The intention was to make her unconscious so that she could not be an asset to 14, which she clearly was the entire time complicit in the amount of violence that was brought into the space. And looking at Magdalena as I say that part to hopefully elicit some sort of blush or something condemning. Um, And I just want to say that I'm sorry and I really did everything I could not to. I'm sorry. There is a pall and silence that falls over this group as you make your apology. And there's a little bit of like nervous shifting and 14 breaks the silence first and he goes I mean not you do not speak (laughs) I'm sorry where do you get off telling me not to speak right now Uh, Blaze literally just stares at him alright nothing to say fine I will continue to speak you are a first year in the institute. Anybody have- else? Anybody else with me? I look at Ezrin. Uh, Ezrin goes, uh, yeah, actually, we do need to talk about the lethality that was brought up and the context that was just shared, 14. What the fuck? Uh, and 14 immediately rounds on Ezrin and is like, I'm sorry. How long have you been in the institute, Ezrin? I don't think the longevity of our careers no, as Blaise, students you don't at this understand. institution is relevant. And the things I can say that you don't understand, the list I cannot even enumerate, actually. This the is not just- out of your mouth this is was not a promise to kill. Yes, Blaze. Would you like to educate me or would you like I to would, keep bloviating? I would, actually. I'm sorry. And I apologize deeply if today showed you a part of yourself you did not like. I'm sorry if I put you in a situation that the world out there will put you in time and time again and you reacted in a way that you did not like. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry you had to face yourself and your decisions. But, I don't regret anything. And I would guess do it what? Again. Neither do I. I stood stalwartly so that my teammates could live today. What did you do? 
No, you stood stalwartly so your teammates could move a rock from one hut to another to win an educational contest. If you want to become the bad guy now before stepping out into the real world, congratulations. You've already bad done guy. Blaze, I think you foundationally misunderstand what we are doing here. And that is not my fault. If you do not understand no. the world that we no, live in, not. and if you want to paint me as the villain in your story, I don't know what world you think you're living in. I don't understand what you think you're fighting for or what you're fighting against. This is not just school. This is training for the actual real world. The real world. You did hear that word, right? Training. So no paint required. If you can't distinguish between the real world and this scenario, then that is a heinous shortcoming. I don't know what to do with you. Luckily, that's not my decision. That's the Institute's. And uh, it seems like so far they've made the same distasteful decision with you. Maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because of this. I don't know. Just food Please. for thought. Do you know why you're going to fail and get your teammates killed? Or maybe perhaps kill them yourself because of what you did today? And I'm sorry that I had to be the harbinger of that because I take this fucking seriously and you do not. I'm sorry. Because you... Because you purposefully threatened my teammate, I am I am in the wrong. Something I did out of ignorance, which yes, I should have no, taken no, no. better stock. Actually, let's talk about how you took your teammate's life and gambled with it. When I gave you an out, Blaze, when I told you to surrender and just let the- I didn't gamble. It was a miscalculation and there was a it world It was not of a difference. miscalculation, Blaze. I gave it you was. an out and you even lost this battle in the end. You could have finished this without losing anyone's life and you failed. You failed, Blaze. Live up to that. Anybody else want to weigh in here? Just me? I'm going to roll some things. Oh, low rolls. The room is silent. Yeah. Uh, Blaze turns away as they say that last thing and then turns back and is like, one, just, just one more thing, actually. Sure. The difference between the real world and this moment is that when you walk out of that arena, we are still together. We are still moving through the world shoulder to shoulder, and you have to contend with that. And when you threatened her, I knew that was not an empty threat. I wouldn't have done any of the things I did if you were bluffing, but I know in my bones that that was not a bluff. So good luck walking shoulder to shoulder through the real world with us. And then I'm- Yeah, and one more away. thing before you walk away. In the real world, if my life is on the line, I would hope I don't have a compatriot who gambles with my life. As you turn and you go and sit on 
the marble bench and just go and face the wall away from everyone. Uh, you feel a presence. Your passive perception is very high. You feel a presence come up. God. Uh, God. Is that you? Um, uh, <laughs> and you feel a presence come up behind you that does not sit. Um, and just there's like a <clears throat> behind you. Uh, yeah, Blaze looks over their shoulder casually. Uh, and you see, strangely, Magdalena standing there. Uh, and she uh. is standing in that kind of same way where she like she has her hands like kind of clasped in front of her and then like immediately mm-hmm. as you turn like moves her hand up like her arm in a weird like awkward way yep, that yep, yep. she does not usually carry herself in this way and she goes hi um that was like uh super awkward uh sorry um <laughs> uh i'm i'm trying to be uh relatable i know and- you have something to say and i am all ears right um i just uh this is hard i'm sorry uh i'm i'm working through my own bullshit right now um I'm sorry that I left that room. I I I I don't think I should have and I uh when 14 um revived me and um told me to focus up I I I, I don't we had contingency plans in place and so I just went with them and um I had no idea that um what would go down went down I or whatever. I appreciate that. Right. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally, totally. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to say, oh, this is so stupid. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this. Um, I just wanted to say, I am. I feel like if I had stayed, I could have like done something. Actually, I I feel like I could have um stopped something uh i feel like i could have um oh ew i feel horrible ew i i I don't know what this is i'm sorry oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i i I, um thanks and uh i made it pretty hard for you to come through with the assist um by you know Um, having felix um just i'm i'm yeah, Sorry that was like you, that thought. was that was bad. I will say, did not love that. Um, but no, um, <laughs> you know that the intention there was not right. To no, kill no. or maim. I yeah. made that explicit anyway. I, but I thank you, and I am sorry for pranking you. For what it's worth, except that I'm not, and I would do it again. But besides that, I'm sorry, and I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, you owe me, like, a large sum of gold. I I, 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 I haven't (laughs) called up on that in the last, like, couple of months, but, like, soon, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I do need that. Totally. Would would this moment kind of be... No, not the right time. Would would you not coming to my aid and everything be kind of, like, uh, 
compensation? I don't. I, if I'm being honest, I feel kind of gross. And like, if that's the bar, like me feeling gross about the fact that you're asking for that right now, like that sh- probably should be telling. So like, no. Got it. Got it. Got it. I was. But. Yeah, I was yeah. just trying to make no, um, I a know. joke, but uh, I am bad uh, at this, um, so... Yeah, you are. I don't want... Uh, we can end this awkward... We can end this awkward moment. We can end this awkward moment. We can... Totally. Yeah, but I, but um, do you want to talk to Felix with me at some point? I Maybe that's not right. I just feel like I should... Um, but maybe he just needs... It's bad because, I like, know. I feel like I'm, like, kind of effortlessly charming, but, like... <laughs> um, But, like this kind of like gross emotional stuff i feel like i'm like not great at if i'm being honest like, yeah I don't like really one and wanna... done for the day and like here we are yeah for sure well thanks for coming and talking to me i totally get it and um... you're so dumb like i don't do this uh i i i do want to say like i i'm sorry Uh, and Magdalena turns and walks away. Um, Blaze, what are you doing now? Otherwise, I will do something else. Um, I think Blaze is just going to spin around on the bench and face the room. Mm. Um, see what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here is the outline of the room now. Um, Magdalena immediately goes to Asarna. Um, they both start chatting as they are, but in low hushed tones. The kind of vibe of the room or the pallor of the room is fairly dark and dismal, um, as one might expect. No, <laughs> um, really? What? Why? Um, <laughs> it's fairly dark so and dismal. So weird. You see a couple of people trying to make their way to you at this point, both Tanis and Risha both seem to be making eyes at you to move in to maybe talk to you. You can choose whomever to like kind of allow into your space or neither or and do whatever you want. Um, but everyone seems to kind of be in their own world in this moment. Um, Risha. Okay. Uh, you lock eyes with Risha. You scan your eyes back to Tanis and just like give her a quick like head shake and yeah. then... Yeah, Risha like w- one second, like just clanks yeah. over and just sits like massive dragonborn form sits next to you on this bench and she clasps her claws in front of herself, like leans forward in her chair and is like, how you doing firebug? Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know if uh, I have. I'm not good with the whole word thing. Um, I also don't I know. you just coming over. That's, yeah. Thanks. Of course. Uh, I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to be helpful at all. I'm sure, actually, it won't be. Um, okay. I kind of hate to say this, but I think it's important that you know 
that uh, 14 is not wrong. There, this whole thing, this whole institute, this whole Lightbringer stuff, the things, the trials, the ceremonies that we all go through, that we, we, some of us have gone through for years. Yes, this is your first year, but uh, it's not to dull us to the nature of the world out there. It is to sharpen us. It is to make us hurt. It is to refine us and make us bleed. And I have to say, I watched every moment of what happened today. And if I was in 14's position, I would have done the same thing. You would have had every intention of killing Zola? You would have made a threat that you would have made good on? I highly doubt that. But if that's true, then I guess we find ourselves on opposite sides of this extremely important fence, and I appreciate you coming and being civil about it. I don't think you'd do that. I don't think you'd stand over her body and say, back down or I'll kill her, and mean it. That's, that's the sticking point for me. No pun intended. I'm not sure I even get the pun if I'm being honest. I have to say, um... Yeah, I don't disagree that this is supposed to train us and prepare us and be in some ways a simulation of the harsh reality waiting for us. I do disagree that we should treat each other as if we won't walk out of here allies and using our classmates who we will be fighting with in theory outside this institute as casualties I don't think you'd do that. That's uh, kind of you, Firebug. Um, I'm I... asking you for a straight answer. You would have threatened Zola and killed her. Yes? We have to do what we have to do, Firebug. That's not a straight answer. I think I said already. In 14's position, I might have acted the same way. That's still not a straight answer. You said might. It's a politician's game you're playing. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Uh, but that doesn't dissuade me from my position here, which is you would not have made good on that threat. And 14, you saw, you saw it, and I was there. He would have. Yeah, and he would have Firebug, he's going to make a great light bringer and I'm not sure the rest of us will. I need you to understand that what we're doing here it's you can't think of it like school. You can't think of it like a test. I'm not thinking of it like school. I'm thinking of it like training with my with my soldiers. I don't even think you can do that. Why? Are we not going to be on a team like we were? Not if we all don't uh, make uh, it. 
But why would we kill each other off on the way to the real battlefield? Because those it makes who no get sense. killed aren't liabilities in the field. Zola did Maybe. a great thing, a miraculous thing. I watched her do it. It's a thing I've never seen done before in my but time being up. in the institute. Mm. Zola did a miraculous thing today. Firebug, you've been blessed in a year that has been tumultuous as it is. We all went to Lakeside. We all <laughs> we all saw the horrors that were there and we weren't supposed to. We, we fought together. Some of us. We weren't all supposed to make it. It was a just like Zola today. It was a miracle that we all made it out of that. And she looks you in the eye and she puts a claw on your shoulder and she says, Institute Sparks, not all of us live to graduation. I get that. Okay. It's, this is part of it. It is not a race to the finish together. It is a race to the finish at all. And you need to harden your heart. And I watched you harden your heart today. So when he baits you like he did about your decisions and your gambling, quote unquote, of lives, I think he's just doing that. I've known 14 for years. I think he's doing that. He's baiting you. He's seeing what you're made of. I, we've, he and I both have had sparks, institute sparks that we've trained alongside that have not made it even out of the institute. Yeah. I'm sure you have. I just Have want... they died at your hands? No. And... Maybe that's why I have yet to graduate. Regardless, it is your first year. It is your first time doing all of this. And perhaps it has not been explained to you as explicitly as it's been needed. I've been in the Institute for five years, Blaze. I have not graduated yet. You have a whole host of horrors. This is not the most horrific thing that might happen to you in your time here, and that is just to prepare you for what the slice of what we got at Lakeside. That is, from my understanding of Lightbringer's work, a very small sliver of the pie. And place. I'm not making any defense for 14. I am not making any defense for my own actions or the actions of well, any. What you're saying is a natural defense. I understand. You're saying it's part I and parcel. I understand that. That's a defense. Sure. I'm just saying you're young, you're inexperienced, and this is the life that we lead whether we want to 
or not. This is what we've been chosen to do, Blaze. I wish you the best of luck, and I respect you because you are a shining star, and I know that. I've watched you do things in less than a year that I've been able to attain in five, then 14 has been able to do in five, Blaze. I think you get under his skin in a way that is good. I think he's, again, not to defend him and his actions. I think he's testing you in his own way because he cares. And I know it is fucked. I know I, Blaze. I'm just saying I know this man. And I know you and all of us may have to contend actually with one day. That's all. Take it or leave it. Uh, and she moves to stand, unless you say something. Thanks, Risha. Yeah, you're a good firebug. And just, like, aggressively hits your shoulder and then gets up and moves. Um, you hear from the across the room, Ezrin goes, okay, like, are we doing the next round or like what's going on? I would love to, um, get this show on the proverbial road. Uh, their semifinal match ended a while ago. So what's the, and as he's saying that you hear the arcane screen flash and the Mm. of Ezrin and Asarna's name start to flash on the screen. And Ezrin goes, okay, I guess I just had to ask Coolio. All right. Um, (laughs) And Hannah, um, who do you want to roll for, Ezrin or Asarna? Ezrin, baby. Cool. Uh, Just roll a d20. Don't add anything. I'll roll for Asarna. I rolled a five. (laughs) 14. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Ends on Ezrin's name, and Ezrin goes, Great, I guess this is the same thing about teams. So, uh, Risha, you're with me. Uh, and Risha's like, Great. Uh, and clanks over to Ezrin's side. The name changes to Asarna. Asarna looks at the rest of the people and goes, Magdalena, you're with me. And Magdalena goes, of course, BB, yes. And just like saunters over next to Asarna and like gives her a side hug. Asarna receives it a little tepidly, but like with like a quick little pat on her hands. Um, Ezrin is like, Zola, you're gonna be with uh, Risha and I. And Zola looks at Ezrin, looks at the ground, and is like the furthest away from everyone. Is like, yeah, okay, sure. And just moves over. And then Blaze, roll me a perception check with advantage. 19. 
place you feel across your chest. And you feel that rumble arc downwards across your legs into your feet. Hmm. And you realize that rumble wasn't internal because you feel the room start to quake and you watch as the marble pillars start to shake and start to crack down their centers and as they do so they start to glitch out and all of a sudden you're no longer in a marble room you are in a cavern of red hued rock that is starting to shake and quiver just like your tremor that you sent through the earth before and you watch as a large crack arcs its way through the floor and the entirety of the floor of this small 10 by 10 cavern breaks from beneath you all to expose a large void underneath you and you are all falling. I look at Risha. Nine of you, you look at Risha her eyes go wide, wider than you've ever seen her eyes go before. The slit of her pupil down her dragonborn eyes expands, full surprise in her eyes as you all tumble into inky blackness below. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Oh, gee, bus. Uh, my... God, okay, I'm drained. I'm drained. I know usually I'd be like, yeah, or like, oh my god, or but I have nothing left. <laughs> I know to give. So I knew going into this episode, it was gonna be like a really rough episode. <laughs> the outro is nothing. Okay, like love you all. We love we you have all. To go. Bye. Goodbye. Like, really? Love you all. Bye. Don't D and D and D. Cool, 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 cool. See you next time. I have nothing left. I'm sorry. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hannah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, in a great way. Um, um so yeah. Okay. Great. So yeah. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you feel less drained than we do. <laughs> um, but again, drain in a good way. And we'll see you next time. Drink responsibly. And don't D and D. Hey, drink responsibly and wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>